This is KY Radio. This is Patty Holmstrom Live. And I just put up the first thing for the day. This is uh, Publishing Food from Publisher. And our discussion, we're starting out today with Amazon Encore program. Um, whether or not this is a good thing or a bad thing, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of stuff going on and uh, a lot of information going back and forth on uh, different platforms, different people saying, you know, their opinions are widespread. Uh, Amazon obviously thinks this is a great grand thing. Uh, this is, I think, it's my opinion, that this has been their their uh, platform the whole time, and they have been moving steadily towards this program uh, since day one. I think that, you know, a corporation... As as with anyone, should have a goal set in mind for their for their company or their corporation, or uh, even if it's an individual who has an individual plan. Uh, I always say that the author needs to have a clear goal of what it is that they want to do. Uh, what do they want to do with their book? Are they just writing a book to write the book? They're writing a book to give it to their friends? Are they uh, Writing the book, prosperity. They're writing a book, actually make money. Uh, they're writing a book in order to put it, uh, to uh, shop it to the different publishers out there. What is your clear goal? And I think it's been Amazon's clear goal all along to, uh, to actually become a traditional publisher, and that is what they have done. Uh, what does this do to the industry? I mean, we always talk about the big six publishers, and a lot of authors don't know what that means. And what it means is basically, in a nutshell, that there are, you know, you're thinking like, whoa, wait a minute, there's more than six publishers. Well, not really. I mean, when big, big traditional publishers have what we call imprints. And I explain this a lot in uh, different places I speak. Imprints are uh, many companies underneath the big company. So it's like an umbrella company uh, that has control of it's kind of like Johnson and Johnson. Johnson and Johnson uh, controls a lot of different other companies underneath this whole umbrella of Johnson and Johnson. So same thing with uh, Simon Schuster. It has other imprints underneath them. Uh, Penguin has other imprints underneath them. Uh, they have the big company who has their own staff and has their own budgets and for the year and has it, you know every uh, CEO in charge of each individual. Uh, I'm sure, actually, you probably have presidents. I'll have to look that up. That's interesting. Um, I don't think the, C, the CEO will be in charge of the entire corporation, uh, the mother business, so to speak. And I think that uh, the rest of them probably have presidents that all speak to each 
you know, as, as individuals speak for their imprint to the larger corporation. Now, I just want to tell you guys that uh, i got a guest call-in number. Please give me a call. If you have comments, if you have concerns, if you have questions, please, please give me a call because uh, this, this particular subject could actually change the course of publishing. Uh, on a, be put us on his ears. So please call me. At the guest call in number is 714-242-5145. Uh, I have a feeling that we probably won't get too many people listening into live, but if you're uh, if you're listening archive, uh, I'm also on Facebook. So you know, let's let's get this um, dialogue going here on this. Uh, give me a, if you can't call me and you're listening to us in archive. Then I am at on Facebook at facebook.com slash pj as p uh, Paul Jane dot Holtstrand H U L T S T R A N D as pj dot Holtstrand H U L T S T R A N D. So uh, please give me give me a yeah, hop on there and let's talk about this. If you're missing this and you're listening to it for the first time or you're listening live and just don't have enough courage to get on here and actually uh, you know, live radio and give your opinion, uh, I do have chat here. So if you wanted to you know, pose your question, I won't know who you are. You'll be anonymous to be you know, a uh, guest number and you'll be a number. Uh, go ahead and, and get on, wait, on the chat and write in your question or comment. I, I encourage that. I will share it with everyone. And uh, because this could very well change change the way that we are doing business and publishing. Um, so instead of the big six publishers, as I say, the you have I'm talking six, I'm talking the big house on top of other imprints. Uh, does this mean that Amazon is going to have uh, an imprint of their own? Well, they basically do already. I mean, they have crates. Uh, I don't think that they're going to get out of that. Um, yeah, they might eventually, but you know, really, why should they? Uh, just like if any uh, big corporation that has other imprints underneath them, making money individually on each. So why would they want to? Where is there with them? Uh, you gave me this statement in both, both, uh, both imprints. So I'm going to take a short break and uh, give you guys a chance to write in some notes and also double check on Facebook. So please share some questions and answers on there, and I'm going to be reading you uh, some things that other people are saying, including USA Today. Uh, when I come back in one minute.
KWOD Radio. This is Patty again, and yes, I lied. That's a lesson one that uh, I just wanted to turn off the fan, and, and uh, that way they could hear me a little bit better. Um, I'm going to be reading some things since I, I don't have any crickets on Facebook. Nobody's talking. Interesting. Uh, news released from Amazon.com. Introducing Amazon Encore, unearthing exceptional books and emerging authors for more readers to enjoy. Program debuts with Legacy, a self-published novel by 16-year-old Kayla Hoover. Sorry, Kayla, if I got that wrong. Uh, from Seattle. Even great books can be overlooked. Amazon customers raved over Legacy, a self-published novel by 16-year-old Kayla Hoover, with customer review titles such as Loved It, Loved It, Rich Lyrical Tapestry and Story. Despite winning every pri uh, several prizes from literary groups, accolades like this from readers, Hoover's debut novel achieved only modest sales. Amazon.com, well, we we're going to talk about that for a minute, but uh, let me continue here. Amazon.com, they announced a new program, Amazon Encore, to help readers discover exceptional books from emerging authors, such as the program's first book, Legacy. Amazon Encore is a new program whereby Amazon uses information such as customer reviews on, on Amazon websites identify exceptionally overlooked books and authors that show potential for greater sales. Amazon then partners with the authors to reintroduce their books to readers through marketing support and distribution into multiple channels and formats, such as the Amazon Bookstore, Amazon Kindle Store, Audible.com, and national and independent bookstores via third-party wholesalers. This summer, Legacy will be revised by the author and reissued on an Amazon Encore edition in print on Amazon websites around the world in physical bookstores as a digital download from the Kindle store in less than 60 seconds and via spoken word audio download on audible.com. Sometimes sectional books and new authors don't get the attention they deserve. We've, we're fortunate at Amazon to have customers who know great books and aren't shy about telling us when they find one. We developed Amazon Encore to uh, connect readers with great books that were overlooked the first time they were released. I'm jumping some things here. President Books, uh, Vice President of Books for Amazon, Kayla Kluver, is a gifted young writer who shows his promise for the future. She exemplifies the kind of authors that Amazon Encore will support, and we look forward to showcasing legacy and many more similarly talented but undiscovered voices to our customers through this program. Legacy is a rare find, an elegant and enthralling tale, Yada yada. 
I think you get the idea. I'm thrilled to be part of an exciting new program, and I'm grateful to Amazon for giving me and readers across the world the amazing opportunity that Encore represents. Doug Hoover. We get a bio of Clover about Amazon.com. Amazon.com is a Fortune, in case anybody didn't know, is a Fortune 500 company based in Seattle, opened in the World Wide Web in July 1995. And today offers Earth's biggest, I said Earth, we're not just talking countries, talking the world, offers Earth's biggest selection. Of which is biggest function. Uh, this let me see. That is basically it. So that's the message from uh, Amazon, and they've already got a bookstore up. I'm going to put this in. in the chat so you guys can see what they can go directly to the site. Um, they've already got a bookstore up. Can't see how many here. Fourteen bucks. Now, the thing that irritates me first is that the rules that they set to everyone else don't apply to them. And what I mean by that is that they tell us as, as publishers that we can't sell our book under two ninety nine for Kindle. Also, for the printed book, uh, they won't let us sell it under a certain range, but they can turn around and give the Kindle version away free if they are under Amazon Encore. Um, not sure what their deal is with their authors. They <laughs> would be curious to find out how they can justify that and not, and not pay them. I'm sure they've got some kind of deal there. But I also looking at their their books, um, and they are reducing the price quite a bit. For instance, we got one on here regarding ducks and universes that would have sold in print for thirty ninety five. On Amazon Encore, they're selling it for five ninety seven. Now, according to the agreement with Amazon as a publisher, if you have them distribute, in other words, you have them uh, fulfill the orders, then and they bundle with some other book or reduce the price in order to move the uh, inventory, that they still pay you for the price that you, you specify on the agreement. So, if in other words, if this if this falls into the same 
categories, it falls into the same rules, which I don't know if it does. But uh, 1395 is what the royalties are going to be based on if you're an Amazon Encore author. So if if you're selling, if, if it's on the Amazon Encore, Encore for 1395, let's see if we got one here, there's 34% off. Now this one regarding Ducks and Universe is actually is even more. It's you know almost half. Um, Thirteen ninety five for the print book is typically what a trade paperback will be for approximately under hundred under two hundred pages. Two hundred approximately two hundred pages or less. Uh, not under one hundred fifty. I I base this on uh, industry standard. Uh, retail prices, uh, going into bookstores and kind of figuring out where everything's going to hit, and also oh, also depends on genre, and that's how I price books. Uh, 13.95 for a paperback would have probably been 200 pages to 220, um, and they're reducing it down to 5.97. So I'm not sure what they're agreement is, and it would be interesting to find out. If anybody knows, please call me at uh, 714-242-5145. If you are an Encore uh, author or going to be an author, if, if you've been given that opportunity to be an uh, Amazon Encore author, would you please call and let me know what your contract basically states on when they reduce the prices to state on the printed book. Also, on the Kindles, they're giving it away for free, which, you know, nobody else is allowed to do. Um, independent publishers are not allowed to do that. What What is the deal there, and how much did they say they're going to pay you as an author for giveaways? I'd be very curious to see what these contracts say. <laughs> I'm sure every publisher out there, small publisher out there, would Express the same concern, um, not only for their 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 authors, but also for the uh, well. The, let's just say it's, that you're. It's kind of confusing on how this is working and how they can actually um, decide to do this. And obviously, they they're holding all the keys here. So you know, I'm not surprised that they did this and. It's just another another thing that you know the small publishers don't like about dealing with uh, Amazon. But as I said recently, it's a necessary evil, and uh, I'm making more right now on Kindle than I am anywhere other platforms. So uh, as I said, this is well, I don't agree with some of their practices, and and don't like dealing with huge corporations is becoming a monopoly. Uh, I understand where my money's coming from, so you, you don't. It's just while well, I do bite the hand sometimes of of who's paying me, <laughs> I definitely won't chop their their hand off. Yeah, you know, that's where we make our money right now. Uh, on the other hand, I, I don't like it when they they about and 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 get into business, set up shop themselves, and are definitely in competition with me. 
So I'm not sure how you small publishers feel about that. Would you please call in and, and talk to me about this? 714-242-5145. Do you have an opinion? If you uh, think that this is just, you know, another phase for Amazon, I I beg differ. I think this is going to be an interesting transition and that we no longer have the big six publishers. We now have the big seven. Now, what is this going to do? The question is going to be, it's not so much what it's going to do to the industry, but what is this, what is this going to do to the big six publishers that are out there right now that are struggling? Is this going to pretty much wipe them out? If Amazon is, you know, sacking the deck, and that's basically that is exactly what they're doing, sacking the deck in their favor, in their corner, and that they can get, they, they have the biggest muscle, so they're going to flex it. And they are flexing it well. Uh, they're offering steep uh, discounts on these books in order to get them out. They're looking at the sheer numbers that they can help these authors and these books to reemerge. So this is all very interesting. Um, and of course, then they're sacking the deck even further by giving these books as free Kindles. And uh, yeah, I'd be very curious to see the numbers on Amazon to find out whether or not that really works. Uh, if they're giving away free Kindle versions at the same time they're giving away print books. I, I'm not sure whether or not they're short-sighted there because um, right now I'm selling 30 to 1 ratio. That's, you know, 30 can, you know, e-books, 30 e-books compared to one print book. 30 to 1 ratio. And yet they're giving away the duck. They're giving away that golden goose. Um, giving away that golden egg, which is the Kindle version, which of course is free. It, it's it's cheaper for them to do that. Uh, they're giving away the Kindle version, but then saying, okay, well, we're going to reduce the, the book price, the printed book price, steeply. Well, where exactly are they making the money then? Now I understand that obviously numbers. The sheer numbers are going to sell. What more than make up, and I'm quite sure that their number crunchers are, have done their job because it's their job. And their big, huge corporation is making billions of dollars. I am quite certain that they have all this, you know, uh, thought out, and they've got the numbers of losses compared to how much they're gaining. But I would be curious to see what those are, and. Uh, <laughs> anybody has those kind of figures who can uh, bring that to the forefront here and, and talk about that, please share it with us. Because we're all curious. We're all curious because we like to know what this is going to mean to the industry and uh, whether or not this is really going to work. Um, they're, they're really going out to shoot and sacking the deck for themselves. So I'd be curious on how that plays out for them on as numbers and, and as far as, uh, I'm quite sure, you know, if I were uh, enough and given the opportunity to jump on there, I would obviously look at the contract very closely and figure out 
uh, whether or not I wanted to do that. And then turn around and say, okay, you know, um, you're an emerging uh, publisher that's really got the clout, really got the, the, the bucks. Let's take this chance. I think that is, you know, if I were given that opportunity, I would probably jump on it. Um, it would give me sure numbers and, and would, you know, if you've got other books behind that one, that would increase your sales for your other books as well, even if that's not an Amazon Encore book. So if I were an author, prolific, prolific author, who had other books other than the one that the Amazon Encores offered to, you know, turn around for me, I would take it. And know that, hey, you know, while I may not be giving the rest of my books to Amazon Encore, depending on how that plays out, I would definitely... Be benefit, it would benefit my career as an author um, if I did because the other books that I write or, or have written well uh, definitely work. Now, I don't see any that are series. So I'm not sure whether or not Amazon even looking for a series. I think they're looking maybe for standalone books. So that's going to be curious to find out uh, whether or not they, they're taking any series at all because it looks to me like they are focusing on, on emerging books that have had trouble to in getting um, enough sales. Okay. We will talk about that issue at another time, but I wanted to go a little further into uh, Amazon Core and what they're doing. And I'm going to... We'll check on Facebook and see if anybody's talking. No. Somebody's talking on there. Um, any questions and comments? Want to jump into this foray? I welcome you. The phone number is 714-242-5145. I am not going to be talking for this whole hour and a half. I'm going to actually cut it in half. I want to go see a Harry Potter movie. <laughs> I'm going to go see a Harry Potter movie with my son and my mom. So I'm going to cut this program probably short. Um, and go do that. And if right now I'm going to wait for your call and your comments. So I'm going to be reading more on uh, what USA Today has to say about this uh, in one minute. So I'm going to put you on hold. I'll be right back. This is KWAD Radio. And my call in number again is 714-242. Five one four five, and we also have chat. So please share. Grab that.
Web Radio, and this is Bobby Holstrand talking. And again, my call number is 714-242-5155. We have about another 20 minutes that we can talk here. Uh, I will cut it short. I mean, we're making half an hour, except that uh, I don't see anybody talking in there. So, um, anyone's, I'm going to say USA Today says, USA Today, you know, gives the self-published a second life. Now, I see that they that they had written about this a little earlier. Dr. Zita Elliott couldn't interest publishers in her novel about black Latina teen who travels back in time to Civil War era Brooklyn, she joins a growing number of writers and paid to publish, her in, publish it herself in 2008. A Wish After Midnight sold about 500 copies, nearly covering her expenses, she says. More important, she says, her teen novel was praised in blogs and used in schools and libraries. But when an editor from Amazon the online retailer called last year, offering to publish it. Elliot said, I thought it was a hoax. It wasn't. This month, her novel, along with Daniel, I'm really going to mess up his name, Anna Chino's They Never Die Quietly, and Maria, her, her name's Perfect on Paper, which I have heard about will be released on Amazon Encore paperbacks, ebooks, and audios. All three were previously self-published as part of Amazon's print-on-demand subsidiary. Ah, uh, see, that's curious. We'll have to talk about that. Print-on-demand subsidiary among more than 10,000 self-published titles online. Amazon Price President Jeff Delay says the company's first venture into traditional publishing identified books, uh, great books that we think have been overlooked and brings them to the wider audience. It's starting small, uh, Delay says, we planted a lot of seeds. <laughs> Last August, Amazon Encore releases only other book, Legacy, a fantasy by Caleb Clover, 16, when she and her mother self-published it in 2008. Ellie says, Legacy has sold about 2,000 copies. That's not much for a big publisher. But he says, we're not in the business of stacking huge piles of books in the front of bookstores. Ah, isn't that curious? Amazon Encore doesn't pay advances to authors. Oh, I'm sorry. I cut that. So Belly and, and Elliot won't reveal details of their contract. <laughs> Interesting. But nobody's talking about the contract. Okay. Belly says Amazon Encore doesn't pay advances to authors, only a competitive royalty based on sales. Okay. 
a competitive royalty based on sales. So here I was considering that that if they paid a standard eight percent on the retail price of the book, which is what I pay. So if it's thirteen ninety five for your book, you know, in retail cost, your retail price, eight percent of that is a dollar twelve. Now, if you sell 100,000 copies, that's over 115,000, which is not too bad as your competitive royalty based on sales. Um, and I'm curious, is it based on sales? So, but does that include, according to their contract, does that include the free books? Does that include all the free Kindles? I'm just asking. Because if a contract got in front of me, I would be asking this question. Where in the contract does it say how much you're making on the Kindles when they are free? That's what I want to know. So I continue here. He says Amazon editors use customer reviews and sales data to find promising books. Elliot, 38, visiting professor at... Well, I'm really going to mess this up. Mount... Holyoke College says she's thrilled to be part of an opportunity that encourages authors to take back their power by bypassing major publishing houses. I'm not quite sure what he thinks Amazon is. But he's definitely not a small publisher. Amazon's major rivals, Barnes & Noble, you know, Barnes and Noble and Borders, Amazon's major rivals. Let me read this again. Amazon's major rivals, Barnes and Noble and Borders, list Amazon Encore titles on their websites and say that depending on demand, they may carry them in their physical stores as well. Well, of course they would. Uh, Amazon's not. Technically, a rival at this point, they, what they are is a publisher. They are a traditional publisher. So, of course, Barnes & Noble and Borders is going to take their physical books if they offer them for their physical bookstores. Given Amazon's dispute with publishers over ebook pricing, <laughs> yes, okay. Let me read this again to you. Given... Amazon's dispute with publishers, I'm talking about the other big traditional publishers, you know, the big six I told you about, over ebook pricing, and I will go into that in a second. Michael Norris, an analyst and with Simba Information, sees the exper- experiment as a sign of Amazon's ambition. Like that. But he says, it's far from the top of the things big publishers had to worry about. It's something to watch and see if it grows or goes away. Okay. Well, my opinion is not going to go away. I'm, Amazon may very well. What they're talking about is, okay, if it's royalty-based structure, uh, competitive royalty based on sales. So if they are selling a book uh, you know, for such a steep discount that even Barnes & Noble and Orders. There's no way they could they could hit that kind of state discount. I have seen 40%, but you know, this is 
in some cases, more than 50. So if there's 45% discount on this one, there's no way they're going to be able to match that seat discount to Barnes & Noble and Warders bookstores. So um, it's that's, that's going to be interesting how that works. Bookstores, the physical bookstores, are going to have to sell them for higher price than what Amazon.com is selling for. There's a bit of conflict of interest here. Um, again, like I said, stacking the deck okay, in their favor in their corner. Now, so given Amazon's dispute with publishers, now for those of you who have been living in Hull, uh, the big traditional publishers have been fighting with Amazon about their $2.99 uh, low cost and not above, I'm talking about Kindle, okay? The Kindle sales, uh, you cannot sell the book uh, in this agreement under $2.99 or over $9.99. Now, obviously, the publisher, big publishers aren't worried about the $2.99 low cap. They're definitely going on and on about the uh, $9.99 high cap. And you know, I've said, I've been said before, I, you know, I don't care whether the big six publishers are fighting with them because that allows the small publishers all that much more time to make money uh, in this marketplace without the big six being there. Yeah, they are being very short-sighted in understanding that that the it, uh, electronic version needs to be cheaper than your paperback. Now, a trade paperback is approximately you know seven ninety nine, eight ninety nine now. So I don't know where they're they're considering these these market here. If they sell the book in Kindle for the same price they do for a trade paperback, then where's the problem? Uh, are they thinking that they're going to lose sales from the trade paperback? I'm going to tell you guys, they're going to lose it anyway because the people have spoken. The sales are coming in, and like I said, I am selling at the fall publisher a ratio of 30 to 1. There is absolutely no way that uh, these big six are going to get a, are, are going to uh, not lose potential sales because they are stalling with this whole Kindle Amazon process. They're losing millions. Uh, and I had to say, as, a, as a, an author, I've heard from several authors who are backlisted. In other words, they are not technically in print. Uh, they kind of print on the mail kind of thing with, with them in the back print. Backlist. And as backlist, uh, since they were a publisher, or I'm sorry, they were a, um, an author before all this hoopla went about with the uh, e-books, it's not in their contract. There's no e-book rights in their contracts. So now all these publishers are going back to the rights of these authors. And I've known uh, quite a few authors who actually 
found at that point, before all this started happening, to uh, work a deal with the publisher to produce their own ebooks, and they are now making more money than the publishers are on the print books. And again, a lot of it has to do with the fact that people are wanting to read on these e-readers or on their phones or on their tablets, and there is no stopping it at this point. The ball has gone down the lane and is not going to stop until it knocks everything down. So because of that, um, Amazon's not going to stop at this point. And they're not going to give in because they have all the muscle, they have all the clout, they've got the money. There is no incentive for them to give in to the big six publishers and actually allow them to increase the price of their books, especially when they can turn around and sack a deck in their favor and and give them away for free if they're an Amazon Encore author. So yeah, this is this is going to be shaped down, and uh, I know every single big publisher, if I were them, I'd be having a cow. And as a small publisher, I don't like uh, them getting into that market either. It was hard enough with the big six publisher. Now we've got a seventh one to have to worry about. I wasn't that worried about space, even though a lot of people are going that route. Um, They're pretty much up there, as far as I'm concerned, with iUniverse and, and Ex Libris and all these others that I wouldn't touch with the 10-foot pole. So, um, Amazon Encore, yeah, they knocked on my door. I'd probably take them. And, uh, you know, yeah, that'd be selling out? Yeah, I probably would be. Yeah, that's true. Um, but I would see the bigger picture in that, again, I'm not just benefiting from that one book or one series, but I will be benefiting overall in my entire career. So as an author, I would take the deal. I don't blame them for trying. I don't blame them for doing it. I'd be curious whether or not it's going to work for them. And that's really where the key is. Is it going to work for the author in the long run? Any comments? Because I have chat here open and I'm going to be on the phone probably another five minutes if nobody's going to talk because, you know, I'm getting tired of being the only one talking here. Um, I know you guys have something to say about this. So if you missed the, the show and want to comment, again, I am on Facebook and I welcome your comments about the show and welcome comments about Amazon Encore and what you think this is going to do to the industry. And I am facebook.com slash pj, that's Paul Jane, dot Holtstrand, and that's spelled H-U-L-T-S-T-R-A-N-D. So please share, because uh, I'd like to know what other authors and other uh, small publishers say about this. That's it on the uh, USA Today. Do you have the Amazon Encore? Is this a publishing game changer? 
And this one came out back when they were discussing this, which was May 18, 2009. So what is this? Why is it potentially a game changer for digital publishing? That's the question. Amazon introduces Encore as unearthing exceptional books and emerging authors for more readers to enjoy. Amazon Encore is a new program whereby Amazon will be uh, will use information such as customer reviews and on Amazon.com to identify exceptional overlooked books and authors with more potential than their sales may indicate. Amazon will be will then partner with the authors partner with the authors to reintroduce their books to readers through marketing support and distribution into multiple channels and formats, such as Amazon.com, Bookstore, Amazon Kindle Store, Audible.com, which, aka, if you didn't know, Audible.com is also owned by a subsidiary of Amazon.com. Yeah, national and independent bookstores via third-party wholesalers. It's curious to me. Um, I'm going to bring this up because I don't think you caught it. That it says it's selling to national and independent bookstores via third-party wholesalers. Third-party wholesalers. So, in other words, they're not distributing this themselves to these wholesalers. They are sending them to a third party and having them deal with wholesale. I wouldn't be surprised if they're making a deal with Ingram. Wouldn't that be interesting? Because I've had uh, a lot of uh, bookstores specifically who told me that they really no longer go through Ingram to get their wholesale books, but they go through Amazon. Amazon has become the distributor. So now Amazon Encore is going through a third-party distributor in order to, a third-party wholesaler in order to uh, get the books to independent bookstores and national bookstores. Isn't that interesting? Wouldn't that be a coup? If they turned around and, and said, "Yes, we are," our third-party wholesaler is Ingram. <laughs> Soak in the fire there. Uh, making a friend out of your enemy. Yeah. If I were a king of a country that had a plague of dragons. Yeah, I'm going back to my fantasy base and saying, okay, if I had a plague of dragons, wouldn't I want to make friends with them? So, anyway, that's that's my thought on it. Uh, anyway, the rest of this says, says, they begin with the publishing and promotion of legacy, written a 14, at that time, 14-year-old. Now she's 16, apparently. 14-year-old whose book will be republished in fall 2009. Okay, so 
that was uh, let's see, this was written in May of 2009, and they're discussing her having her book out in fall of 2009. Yeah, this um, author of this article, Joanna Penn, says, "Well, essentially, this means that self-published authors who get get some sales, success, and whose books are popular." With customers on Amazon can be published by the biggest bookstore on the planet with a database of millions of customers. That is pretty exciting news. Get publishing on Amazon and get promoting. As an author chasing publication, would you be published by a small imprint of HarperCollins or by Amazon? That is the big question, isn't it? HarperCollins is the parent company of a lot of imprints, and so it says, would you rather be published by a small imprint of HarperCollins or by Amazon? Isn't that an interesting idea and thought? And so that's, that's a good question. Is a lot of the, are a lot of publish uh, publishers going to jump ship and start, you know, trying to get into Amazon or are they going to start flooding the gate with all their manuscripts? Apparently, Amazon Encore is a invitation-only type of process here. So that's definitely an interesting way to do it. If, the, if you are a mega best-selling author, would you wrap... Would you, you also like to be published by Amazon. Now that is a possible game-changing question, he says. I'm excited to find out what happens next, aren't we all? Because it levels the playing field even further for self-published authors. Let's really make those big publishers quake in their, in their heels. Remember, you can get your book on Amazon without a publisher. Okay, well, that's a question. And I thought that uh, by having a contract with Amazon that that makes them the publisher. Of course it does. Here's how it how to do it, and if you don't know. Uh, so let's look here. Okay, Amazon.com sells billions of dollars of books worth, uh, worth of books a year. Yeah, we know that. And your title can be the global distribution next to establishers. If you are a published author, then your publisher will need to arrange distribution on Amazon. But if you are a self-published author, and, and it is within your control and easily easier than you think, you can do it yourself. Upload your manuscript, create sales page, order a review order and review, distribution, build Amazon site, people buy the book from the site, royalties, and book search. Now, that's interesting. Now, you know why you bring that up. 2008, okay. Book search, just so anybody knows, um, was another company 
uh, with Amazon's own self-publishing company offering print-on-demand inventory management and distribution. Um, that has actually given way to uh, create space. Uh, Brooks Church, I've, I've had some authors whose books were just not all that good quality. So that's one reason they uh, kind of dropped off and created space for this place. Now, Cray Spaces is also, I would think, it'll be around. They are not Encore. Encore is a traditional publisher, and just like a traditional publisher, they ignore the print-on-demand segment. And so, in essence, they are you know, going to ignore their counterpart, Cray Space. Cray Space is going to continue to do self-published books by every Tom, Dick, and Harry. So that hasn't changed any. Don't um, like my take on this. That uh, this is definitely an emerging, emerging market. Definitely interesting that this is all coming to pass, and that there are enough books in there. Um, I'd be curious to see what their budget is on what, uh, how many books they they're planning on doing a year. I haven't seen any. If anybody has an article on that. Please send that to me. I would welcome that, and we can talk about that next time. Now, next week, let's talk about that. Um, but that's really the whole thrust of it there. And again, you can get hold of me. Send me the articles that you find and want to talk about on my Facebook page. Facebook.com slash PJ Paul Jane dot Holstrand H U L T S E R A N D. And if you missed the show, this it's also going to the archive to listen to in its entirety. And the next Friday, we're still the same, but on the 29th, we will be. Uh, it's a two-hour show, but the first hour is going to be an interview with Lene Lane. Oh, no, I didn't say Lene. Lene Lee, she's the author uh, she's going to be discussing her book at the beginning of the hour, and then the second hour we might be talking again. Unless I find out that I have nothing to say, which would be very unusual indeed. And that's going to be it for today. I'm not going to say happy hunting. You guys haven't uh, come forward with any specific things that you have a question on. And I want to go see Harry Potter. So. <laughs> so you guys have a good weekend. Tomorrow we will be discussing, and I want to bring this up because obviously I'm promoting my uh, one of my own authors here, uh, The Expendable Pond by Don Waste. We're here tomorrow at noon instead of 1 because uh, we have a meeting at 3 o'clock. Um, so the first hour, we're going to be discussing The Expendable Pawn by Don Weiss. And the second hour is going to be our Donald Jocks again. With his, we're going to be discussing, um, instead of, we are going to talk about 
uh, the space that we were going to talk about the living in this space due to the 2012 long count my encounter issue. Uh, so we're going to take the extended upon uh, information uh, and extend that into the 2012 long count and talk about how what does that have to what is that going to do um, to our plans to expand into space? Are we actually going to be given that chance? Uh, all the things that are going, you know, our new flood of this generation with all the tsunamis and the uh, earthquakes going to actually turn into something more. Uh, is that going to push us out into space? And that's, that's the question we're going to be talking about in the second hour of John Chalks. So we had the two dons tomorrow. <laughs> I call my two dons. Um, Don Weiss, he's also a local author here in Arizona. And the Extendable Pond, uh, he's, he's got a lot of great stuff to talk about. You really don't want to miss his program. Uh, it's really going to be, uh, I guess I use a point of phrase, highly controversial. And you guys will really want to listen to it and, and come in and comment and talk about it because uh, he goes around the country and teaches about this. Uh, he starts with Noah's Ark and moves into our yeah, the, the late days here of our generation and whether or not this is the beginning of the end. So, obviously, if this is the beginning of the end, you want to be here to say, hey, I was there at the beginning and at the end. So come by 12 noon, uh, that's Arizona time or mountain time right now. And uh, that would be three-hour difference if you're back east and two-hour difference if you're in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. So all of you guys, all of you guys who I know in Wisconsin, uh, that's two-hour difference. So starting at 12 noon, uh, come by and talk to us, listen, and learn uh, from your, from history, uh, what we can expect to see in the near future. So with that, I'm going to stop. out. This is KWAD Radio, and this is Patty Holster, and you guys have a great day, and I will see you guys in the theater. Bye.